0: First in the morning, morning. SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grotes. Well, sometimes we talk about development. Well, often we talk about development and what is going to happen in our country and how our future is going to look like. And there's a new report out from the Centre for Development and Enterprise that suggests our future will be decided in our cities. And, of course, the majority of our population does live in urban areas. I must just caution and say um, that many people, many of us, have sort of what I would call two or three identities, Let's put it another way. You may live in a city for most of the year, but you go, where do you go at the end of the year? Do you go home? Is home in the city or is home somewhere else? Sometimes our identities can be quite quite complicated. The executive director at the Centre for Development and Enterprises, Anne Bernstein. Anne, good
1: morning. Good morning, Stephen. Good to be with you.
0: You say that our future will be decided in our cities. What do you mean? Is it just because that's where the majority of the people live most of the time?
1: Across history and in very many countries around the world, the cities are the places where you can get maximum opportunity. You can provide services for cheaper at cheaper rates than elsewhere. And because you have lots and lots of people living together, you get lots of new ideas, you get innovation happening, you can access Um, jobs and educational and many other opportunities so cities are hotbeds for for jobs and for economic growth if if you manage them properly
0: um you say that cities should have more powers they should be lobbying for devolution of powers things like passenger rail and having more powers over the police why do you say that
1: Well, for two reasons. The first is we are saying that cities with capacity should be lobbying for more powers. Uh, So I just want that qualification. But secondly, you know, passenger transport is really important in any city. And in South Africa's cities where because of apartheid and because of many of our housing policies since apartheid was abolished, we have very sprawling cities. So if you're a poorer person, getting access to a job interview, never mind a job, is often very expensive. And so that makes the efficiency of public transport much more important and its affordability. We're arguing for much more concentrated, denser living cities where you can get more opportunities for informal firms and for individuals and families. But in the meanwhile, we need to look at how we get more efficient public transport. And Prasa, for example, is failing. So cities with capacity should be shouting from the rooftops to take control over passenger, you know, urban rail or other parts of our transport system in order to take over where it's not working.
0: Uh we have a department of we have in government a department of rural development. I don't think we have one of urban development. Is that a mistake?
1: That's a really important question. So I disagree with South Africa's approach where we talk about local government as though some small town has the same challenges as an enormous metro. I think we need a much more focused attention on our cities and their role in growth and providing opportunities and improving the quality of life for everybody. Now, whether or not we need a a department of urbanization or cities is, I think, an important debate we should be having. South Africa is very bad at dealing with both the spatial consequences of apartheid across the country. We've done terrible things to rural people. And we've never had an effective rural development strategy that's economically based. At the same time, we are a country of increasing urbanization and the cities play a much more important role in our economy and in people's lives. And we do need much more focused attention on very large cities, the metros and secondary cities. But we should also be looking at some of the other towns as well. So, I, I, am, I think this is an important debate. You raise a very valid question. It's not simple, and different countries have responded to this in different ways. But the generic local government doesn't capture the diversity of our cities today
0: um yesterday we had a mediated conversation around an interesting project it was around tax data and how you can use that in councils right the more you know about who has what where uh, what economic activity is happening where as that's captured you're then able to use it to provide services so that's an example of where things are improving but around the country one of the major problems and as you well know of course is governance I imagine it's impossible to overcome apartheid spatial development. Impossible to overcome the problems that that creates unless we improve the governance. And of course, uh, in many provinces around the country, you'll just see uh, potholes and examples of bad governance in councils. I'm not even going to mention the phrase to
1: botla." Look, let's let me focus on the metros as one example. We are seeing the development of very ineffective and corrupt politics in our cities, and most important, they're unstable. So we have to look, and I think this is the immediate priority for the metros, we have to look at how we get much more stable coalitions as that is our future. The national government should be jumping into action with legislation on learnings from other countries on how you get more stable coalitions and how you push coalition parties and partners to be much more accountable to citizens and to the agreements they make rather than just fighting over who gets what position. So I think that's one really important issue. The second is that if you look at our biggest metros, voters and citizens need to think hard about how they're voting. And we're going to need all of us to Participate much more actively, and I'm talking about civil society and organized business, in trying to stabilize politics in our largest metros, where the kind of shenanigans we've been seeing in Johannesburg, where I think we're now on our fifth mayor since the 2021 local government elections, is leading to a city with, with very ineffective government, to put it diplomatically.
0: Anne Bernstein, thank you, Executive Director of the Center for Development and Enterprise.